Hi, I'm Pauline. Hey, I'm Priscilla. I'm Paul. And I'm Tamion. And this is the P3T podcast. Woo! You catch your lyrics every day. I'm going to sing it. All right, all right. Yeah, that's it. You guys, I'm still just about to sing it. Okay, I'm going to fall. About to stress about it. Welcome back guys to our new episode. Um, we're very excited for this one. Um, it's one that we've been postponing and postponing. Okay, I have been postponing and postponing and postponing for like how many months? Two months so now? I two months in Kazakh. <laughs> Two months is two recording. It's been more than that. Serious? Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, uh, today we'll be discussing on something very interesting, and maybe some of you have heard about it. And this is something that we've been that's quite interesting, and we hope you do enjoy. So today we'll be talking about um, the power of the tongue. Quite interesting, like. Um, I'm sure you've heard these things about positive affirmations, um, um, how your words have a lot of meaning. Manifestations. Yeah, manifestations and all. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this will bring me to my first question. What comes to your mind when you think about the power of the tongue? Yes, Paul. Um... Probably the Bible verse. There's a Bible verse that's mm, like yeah, a double edged sword. Yeah. That I think there are quite a number of verses that talk about the power in our words. There's a whole chapter. Is it John chapter three or something? Um I think about the the biblical context of the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, bro. Um, when we first talked about this topic, before you pitched the questions to us, um, I thought like power of the tongue, like the way we can speak life into people, not to take life away from them. So just, not just proclaiming stuff over our, our own lives, mm-hmm. but proclaiming stuff on others. So mm-hmm. whether good or bad, that's what I think. Tamiks? Mm-hmm. Oh... <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I'm looking for the for the chapter. <laughs> I think it's Isaiah 49.2 where it wow. says, He made my tongue like a sharp sword. There's that one and there's also James 3. Mm-hmm. It's James, not John. Uh-huh. Before James. Ah, uh-huh. uh, so do you? So, uh, so James. No, like the book is James chapter 3. Oh, eh. Was it James who said? I think so, because I don't think it's written in John. Unless it's first or second or third. Mm, it's not in John. Yeah. Mm. But uh, what comes, yeah, same as Colleen, that verse that says your tongue is a double-edged sword. Yeah. yeah. What does James 3 say? Does it say the same thing? Uh, <laughs> 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 It's it's a whole chapter. It's the whole chapter. Mm. How many verses? The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of your body. 
Then we look for tan is a double-edged sword. That's Isaiah 49. Yes. Um, she said it, she said it. Yeah. Um, for me, I think it's similar to what you guys have mentioned about how, like, especially with what Paul mentioned, like how your words can give life to someone and also take life from someone too. Um, and I think it's very much evident when, like, you interact with people, you know, when you have discussions with someone and you feel so revitalized after talking with them, you mm-hmm. feel like, ha, I'm at peace, that. I needed this. Mm-hmm. But then there are also people who just have, they're the embodiment of bad vibes, mm-hmm. bad energy. And it's just not even the aura, it's how they speak. There's so much negativity, pessimism that's just around them. And it all is as a, is a, is as a result of the words they think and i feel like your words are a reflection of your mind mm-hmm. so like what you tend to say a lot there's this saying i think um what you speak not, not what you speak um something that harbors in your heart is always what you constantly say i think i'm just going to paraphrase it mm-hmm. but like what whatever you speak is a reflection of your heart and of your mind so mm-hmm. yeah i think that's my greatest takeaway from like what i see power of the tongue has mm-hmm. um um since i've mentioned like people where like you've had experiences with people i think it's leading me now to my second question can you recall a time when you mentioned or said something without thinking logically or without reason and it came to pass it came to pass mm-hmm Like something that you just said blatantly without thinking, and you're like, ah, and then it came to pass. Can I talk about somebody else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I love you, bro. Mwah. Love you so much. <laughs> I don't mean to put you on blast, but my brother, mm-hmm. um, when he was 16, 16, 16 17, he's turning 17 about years, 16, 17. Um, he was talking to my mom about like getting married, and it was it was not like a serious conversation. Look at him, and then my mom was like, "Sju, ati." I don't know what they were saying, but anyway, long story short, my brother said, "Ah, mom, in ten years I'm going to get married." And mom was like, "In ten years I'm holding you to that 20, 26, 27 I'm holding you." So she kept saying twenty six. I said twenty six. I'm holding you to that. So every year after that, every birthday after that, it would always come up. My mom was always like, hmm, I'm waiting for your wife, 26, waiting for your marriage, 26, waiting for your marriage. You said it, you said it, you said it. And he got married at 27. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that kind of came to be. It, it was one year off, but it was roughly <laughs> within the same timeline. He got married roughly. 10 years after he said that. And he said, Akil got to jokes. He told my mom, jokes too. But then my mom made it like a prayer, like for real. She was like, Lord, from, from his mouth to your ears. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that is something that somebody said that mm. came to pass. I don't feel like Priscilla is planning. Not <laughs> 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 10 years. <laughs> yeah, my prayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> too mm. young, guys. Mm-hmm. Tamix, 
I think what Paul has said has reminded me what someone else said. Um, this is a classmate of us from high school. So one day we were walking with her and she was telling us how when she was a kid, um, she she talked about, she, she and her mom would talk about like the, the, the kind of guy she'd marry and she'd be like, mom, when I, when I get old, I when I get old, okay, I'll, I'll become I'll, older. When I become older, mm. I'll marry a... Uh, Mzungu, oh. his name, mm-hmm. his name will be Smith. So I'll become uh. Mrs. Smith. Mrs. Uh. G. What? 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 And was it a Mzungu or a appointee? She wanted a appointee. And that came to pass for her. Mm. She, she's not married yet, but she's exactly. very much on that path. Yeah. She's in a committed relationship. Committed relationship. A proper, proper committed. Mm. Yeah. With a with a appointee. But his name is not Smith. But <laughs> it's close to that. She's not Smith. Was it, yeah. Um. Oh yes, Pauline. Uh, for me, gosh, I think I can pinpoint so many. Okay, not so many, but like two. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is my high school. When I finished class eight, by the way, see when you are like, it was not going to be a reality. But me me do the kwani me kata kwando shango. You know last one man I know. Shango simba. Eh shango simba simba. Me shango. Me bado ne di kwana stereotypes kwa kichwa. Um yeah so I was like mom this school I'm going, and my mother was just like Ati are you paying? And I was like no you're paying but I'm going and then I went so that was cool. Mom. Um and then the second one, this one is a bit of a joke. But when I was in form four, I swear to God, you guys, I'll never forget this day. Um, it was nine p.m. <laughs> so I was just like, you guys, you know, Najibas are here, but nobody's going to come for me now. I practiced well at nine. And this specific day, I was like, I'm leaving class at 8.45. And you know what? That's going to be hot for time in the shower. Wait. That's going to be. I've said, and there will be. So I went, <laughs> and there was hot water. <laughs> and it was great. I felt very good, very good. Good for you. She said Sorry. I was just going to say, mm-hmm. if you're going to comment over here, it probably was a coincidence I don't want. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> you spoke it and it came to okay, me. <laughs> I think what Pauline said has reminded me of something I, I, something similar. Or Okay, not similar. But what she said about high school reminded me of something I said when I was in class 8. Uh, I didn't know how high school grading was. To be honest, I used to find it very confusing. Mm-hmm. Up to like form 2, form 3, but no squatter I guess. Um, so I think I said it in class 8 and repeated it in form 2. Because I, I knew, okay, I love myself. I know I'm academically strong, but I know I'm not an A student. Mm. So I remember when people would talk about, eh, you know, when I get to high school, I'm going to get an A. I was like, okay, study Danganya. <laughs> a is good, but I don't know that I'll get there, but I'll try B+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, now that high school is over, 
I did I missed B plus by one point. <laughs> and I wanted to scream. But uh yeah, it, it almost came to pass. Mm. Yeah. Close enough, eh? Close enough. What y'all's are positive? Oh. Mine <laughs> Mine are kind of interesting because um back when I was young in, like really young in lower primary in class two and three. I was not the best child, let me just say that. Mm-hmm. Um there's this girl who okay, there's a kirende of girls that were like um, you know those popular kids. Yeah. Um, they're loved by everyone, and they're just so pretty, and all the boys want them. Yeah. So for those who are in mixed school, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this girl she she okay i was also tired like that time i was trying to also I had like self-esteem issues, hmm. but also I was trying to be like that popular kind of kid. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be known, I want to be liked, and this girl is a threat So I I once said when I went home, I told I no I didn't tell my mom. There were two incidences. Um, for the first incident, it was this girl. I won't mention her name, but this was in class too. I told my mom. <laughs> Do you know her? Huh? Do you know her? No, you don't know her. Because yeah. she, yeah, it's going to relate in the story. So, um, this girl, I told um my mom, hey mom, I don't like this girl. I just can't stand her. Like she's just so mean. Cause she's literally mean. Mm. Um, she's just so mean and obnoxious. Okay, I didn't know the word obnoxious, but. Mm. I was describing obnoxious. Yeah. And I was like, I want her out of this school. I just don't know how, but I want her gone. And then my mom is like, (laughs) I'm like, my mom was like, eh, Zoe, where is this anger coming from? And she's I don't know, she had taken like my pen. No, not my pen. There's something she had taken. From me. Imagine. (laughs) In class two. No, it was actually a pen. It was a golden. You know those remember those golden glittery pens? Mm. Yeah, so I had one and then she took it. It was said that she's the one who stole it, but then I never found her with it. But I always thought she's the one who took it. So I was so pissed. I remember just so angry. Huh? The following day, did she show? No. Oh my god. Priscilla! Yeah. <laughs> she didn't show. A week passed that we were like, where did this girl go? She transferred. I'm like, oh thank god. I thought this was going to take a doctor. So guys, um, since we've talked about like the the times where we've thought logically, no, we weren't thinking logically and something really happened. Um have you ever experienced like you know the way sometimes people say something that you feel the impact of their words like the way we were talking about how people embodying good energy and others having negative energy you're talking about that not today 
No, today. Yeah, earlier on. Ooh, it's okay. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is one memorable thing somebody has ever told you and still blesses you or even haunts you? Oh, I bit my tongue. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, or even haunts you to this very day. Mm-hmm. So you can, if you want to share both, you can share both. Either or, or both. Can I share? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tamiks? I have both. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, actually, I remember recently someone asked us like the best compliment we had been given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, for some reason, this didn't come to mind. Nothing to me ever comes to mind when I need it to come to mind. Actually, no. It comes when I'm cleaning my clothes. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So, um, I think for me, I've had, especially recently, I've had a lot of people complimenting me or just throwing compliments around about my work ethic. Wow. And that's Quite frankly, that just blesses my day. There was my supervisor during the time I was doing what? Community Community service. service. There was my mom, which was, my mom never compliments. When my mom compliments me, well, it's legit. It's legit. My mom is not those parents who lie to you at his view. What? My mother, mother, sorry, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say, my mother hates liars so much. She hits so, so well. So she could never. <laughs> so, yeah, there was my mom. There was this, I, I mean, one of my school's podcasts. So there was one of the guys there. So, um, honestly, I think those those words stick with me. And just, when I'm done, I just think of all the compliments people give me. And I'm, and I'm back up. Wow. <laughs> um, but... There's that one. So that one blessed me. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is, okay, what traumatized me for life maybe is um, Aki gay. Kids are so mean. <laughs> when I was like really <laughs> young. <laughs> when I was really young, uh, like class three Apple, we used to play these games where and it was during the time for Tasca Project fame. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do something similar. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, it was like, it was games. Not just, you remember when you used to have break times and people go mm-hmm. yeah. and <laughs> have breaks in the field. So we decided to play that game. And so we all, there were contestants and then there were judges. <laughs> so I was a contestant and then there was a judge. <laughs> There were judges. <laughs> but I remember this one judge who told me I could not sing. Oh, yeah. And that, that honestly has scared me to li- for life. <laughs> I I don't... Let me, let me tell you guys. I actually know how to sing. Um, Quite man. well. Wow. But I can't sing in public. <laughs> like immediately, immediately I start, I intentionally make it sound bad. Um. Because I just can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't bear I can't bear being told I have a pathetic she said I have a pathetic way. It was just games and she was channeling judge oh, yeah. But Attack men. He must stick. Aki, okay, imagine even my mom tried to pray for it. <laughs> <laughs> you said that 
you said something about comparison mm-hmm. and you reminded me like in primary actually no primary and high school I was never as smart as my sister mm-hmm. so I would always get compared to her mm-hmm. and especially when it came to like this not science science was really good in primary mm-hmm. but like the math sciences, you know, like maths mm-hmm. and physics. Mm-hmm. I really sucked at them, but my sister excelled at them. So I remember in high school, mm-hmm. uh, there was a teacher who really used to compare me and my sister, mm-hmm. and it stuck with me so much. Like right now in uni, I remember, I'm, I'm doing a math unit, obviously, a couple of math units, and yeah, the, there was a time my teacher called me out to do a question. I didn't do it because I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting for it to be done. Then she approaches me and asks me to do it on the board. Mm-hmm. So going there and being blank and feeling humiliated really brought back that trauma mm-hmm. from high school. So I'm really struggling with my mother at the moment. But yeah, mm. what's the worst? What's the worst when anybody's struggling with math? The organic chemistry tutor got you. That's so true. Mm. That's so true. That man, I in your car. That man. Hey. He, last semester, remember? I was okay. This semester, I'm doing the uh, what's it called? Ah, this calculus. Dif- last semester I did differential, mm-hmm. differential, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's the one who taught me. Miss mm-hmm. Konajak, those semesters are just flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> flying. Um, I, 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 I landed can... when he taught me anyway. I think I can cite a positive one. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think, okay, I'm still not like confident, confident, but a lot of the times, um, some of my, shout out to all my homies from my minor, in my school, we do minors. So, um so the girls and the girls mainly that I do my minor with Sorry, can I open it? Mm. The girls that I do my minor with, um they're always like during presentations, they're always just like, ah, how can I presentation? Ah, yeah, konayo, yeah, kopoa. Oh, I just tell you kusupal. Oh, no tell you kusupal. Follow the kupatia to ata umabetu high on a presentation. So, but you know, like I would never believe them because mm-hmm. now nah, back to the comparison. <coughs> sorry, back to the comparison. In high school, my sister debated, and I was in the debate club. But because other people are always like, "Whoa, she's such a good speaker, she's me," I would never like even try because I would get so nervous. So, um, when getting into uni and being able to, you know do presentations because in my school we do a lot of presentations so doing presentations and each time people are just wowed by me presenting even if i give like a baked yeah even if i give a half-baked presentation family friendly yeah <laughs> so even if i give a half-baked presentation like i didn't put my all into it people will still be like wow you did such a good 
job and I'm like no I didn't mm-hmm. no I didn't Holmes <laughs> so I guess just the confidence in my presenting skills has them like keep keeping on their farm in me has even taught me how to wave through when I get nervous so like mm-hmm. if I get nervous I learned that the best thing for me is not to try and calm my nerves down but to like overpower the nerves you know because mm-hmm. immediately I start trying to calm them down then I crumble but Im- immediately I start to feel them. I just it's like I take on a whole new personality. Like I'm scared. Like my heart is beating. I'm shaking. And then you just hear, "Hi, so my name is Paul, and I'm taking you through." And once I start there, you know you can't come down. Mm-hmm. So that's how I power through the nerves. So if anybody is struggling with being nervous, you can try that hack, power through. So I guess that that thing of oh, Paul is a good presenter has made me to actually become. A good yeah, good that is a long way of explaining one sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Pauline. Um, okay, for me, the positive one was, it's kind of cute, actually. When I was like, I'll never forget. I think I was like in class 7 or 8. I can't remember. But, you know, African religious mothers and their money knows, eh? There was a pastor in our house. <laughs> Kamakawa. <laughs> so we were praying, yeah? So you know how? I don't know if other people do this. If you guys don't do this, just pretend I didn't say anything. <laughs> Sometimes when you have, like, a specific pastor in the house, at least when you're younger, or rather at least for me, my mom doesn't do it anymore because we're old and we make our own decisions. But she, they'll go, like, person by person, praying for all of them. Have you guys ever experienced something like that? Yeah. yeah. So it was my turn, yeah, and we prayed. Everything was good. And then he finished the prayer, and then he just goes, Pauline, you know God loves you, eh? And I was just like, wow. I mean, I've had it before a thousand times, but like anytime I'm doubting myself or like I'm in a position where I'm feeling funny about myself, like it just reiterates in my mind, you know, it's just like God loves you, eh? Don't forget it. But yeah, that's the positive one. The negative one, it wasn't as nearly as traumatizing as um what Pal and Tamiron shared, but me, I talk a lot. I- a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So when I was in primary, especially, you know, when teachers do that thing, okay, I don't know if they did it for you guys, but they did it for me. Many teachers, they'll be at the front teaching, and then they'll be like, Pauline, I know it's you talking, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like they would even start, you know, and I hate to say it, but it was always me talking. <laughs> it was always me talking. Yeah, so. Um, in fact, once in class five, I was made prefect because my teacher was like, "You, you know all the things." Ah, you guys, it was so embarrassing, man. It was so embarrassing, but yeah. So it's never been like super traumatizing where I think about it every day. But every once in a while, when I'll be in a group setting. And like people won't be talking because when people don't talk, that's now when I start verbal diarrhea because I feel so awkward in silence. <laughs> so if we're like in a group setting and people aren't talking, I'll start verbal diarrhea. And sometimes that thought will cross my mind. I was like, hmm, maybe I'm talking too much, but I never act on it. I pretend. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, well, tough. This is how God made me deal with it. <laughs> it's not my fault. Take it up with him. <laughs> um, I think for me, uh, one thing that blesses me till date is uh, there are a lot of things basically, but um, um, I think one thing that blesses me till date is well, okay, there are a lot of things that bless me. Um, maybe it's the fact that uh, people think I am intelligent, mm. so 
Yeah. yeah. And it makes me feel like, oh, wow, I'm actually really smart. And I'm really, um, what is it called? Undermining my my Capability. capabilities. Thank mm-hmm. you. Undermining my capabilities. Also, yeah. Um, also, like, even my mom is not the type of person who likes to be. But it's sometimes <laughs> good. Our mother. We yeah. love them. <laughs> she tells me everything that I need to hear mm-hmm. or want to hear. So, okay, not really want, but need to mm-hmm. hear. So, like, when I'm really low, she's the one who's, like, she actually tells me I'm your number one cheerleader. Mm-hmm. So, I will continue pushing you, even though, like, you don't believe it yourself, I believe in you. So, so cute. Yeah. So, she's, like, um, I think just her support is, like, a blessing to me. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes I'm, like, I'm an <laughs> stop lying but it feels good mm-hmm. yeah um one thing that haunts me <laughs> um i think one thing that haunts me is um how this kind of like uh personal but like um well someone was who was really really dear to me um uh told me that they well, not really told me but like told someone that okay you already know the story well. I said it on LNS, but um, when my dad said that si lazima nisome, like it's not a must for me to uh, get a good education, and I feel like it kind of haunts me because I feel like oh, and a couple of things that used to do like comparing me to uh, my cousin and um, what else? Yeah, just certain small small things, and I feel like it kind of makes me feel bad that the man who brought me to this world um, didn't see my potential mm-hmm. or didn't see um, what he had as in his child or in his daughter. And it kind of break, breaks my heart sometimes, but knowing that I have a very supportive mother who like takes also, I mean, fills his shoes in mm-hmm. more ways than one, um, it kind of settles the blow but still it still hurts to know that someone that you really love and someone you'd expect to love you very much would think very less of you in that way but well it's kind of ended quite sad but Nope, that's you. <laughs> it was an MTV show. I can never forget. If you remember the show, DMS. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> tell me I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. So guys, um, from this conversation, I hope you've learned a lot from us, um, from my experience. And I think one great takeaway for me is just be mindful of what you say. And I think even what you say is a culmination of your actions. Mm-hmm. Um, because, well, sometimes, yeah, some people don't act on their words, but definitely it just shows how someone reasons and thinks about you. Mm-hmm. And it's very important to just be careful and mindful of your words. And how you think about yourself. And also how you think about yourself. Um, one thing I learned last week, because we had like a leadership training in my school, is having positive um, affirmations. Um, not really... <laughs> Talking like about like, you know, there's some people say, I'll say it to the universe and it's going to manifest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to have faith, 
but then at the same time follow it up with actions so i feel like there's this one positive affirmation that i really like and it goes like every day in every way my life is getting better and better every day in every way my life is getting better and better and in as much as sometimes you go through really troubling situations it's very important for you to constantly be your number one cheerleader because sometimes the people you expect to be there for you sometimes may not be there they may be busy and sometimes you also really need to back on yourself so well be your number one cheerleader be mindful of what you're saying to others and to also yourself don't be so closed up in negativity but also allow positivity into your life and i feel like that will change a whole lot if you embrace it yes pro so what was that um affirmation that you just said every day in every way my life is getting better and better i think you should follow that up with in jesus name Amen. <laughs> you know uh, involve god <laughs> involve with your lord and savior jesus christ so keeping yeah. it holy yeah keeping it christian Yeah, that's good. Ah, yeah. uh, to add to add to that, um, remember, the tongue is like a double-edged sword. Mm. Yeah, that's what you said. It was Isaiah. Isaiah forty-nine two. He made my tongue like a sharp sword. Also, a couple of there's also this verse uh, in Proverbs chapter twelve verse eighteen. Rash words are like sword thrusts. Mm. Are like so, sword thrusts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So talking mm. irrationally can be like it can do a lot of damage because one thing you can never take back are your words. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Be yes. What you say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we have reached to the conclusion of this episode. We really appreciate you, and Not I guess so. We have reached. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've reached the end of this episode, and we're very grateful for you taking your time to listen to us. Um, you can definitely reach us on our socials on Instagram at p3t podcast, also on our emails at p3t podcast ke at gmail dot com. We definitely like to hear from you. If you have comments, feedback, suggestions, definitely, we have an ear for you. We will take it into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, Pulse Coca Cola, tafadhali. No apenda. Mm-hmm. Do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing. How much Coca Cola do you drink? Bye. Bye.